0: Anime. How did we find it? How does it hold up? Unpacking the hidden outs of the an old school nerd and proving that Katie's kids can't remember a damn thing right. These are the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd.
1: Welcome to Mindless Midlife Musings of the Anime Nerd. I'm Rick and I'm joined as always by Vic and Brian.
0: Hola! Hello!
1: Our guest this episode is Lynette. Welcome back, Lynette. We're happy to have you. Hello. And today, we're revisiting a fan favorite from the mid 90s famed sex comedy series Golden Boy.
0: Wait, uh, that that's. Hold up. Yes. That's, that's, that's what you went with.
1: That's what it is.
0: <laughs> I, it's, is that well, still, that's.
2: Are you a fan? Hold you up. considered a favorite? So, yes, <laughs> it qualifies. Hold
1: up. It's what it is. I don't I don't know. It's literally listen listen to the history. This is straight from the internet, so it's wait, gotta be true. Up, but wait a minute.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I got no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the manual for any anime nerd <laughs> in video form. If you want to know how to talk to us this like anybody wants to talk to an anime nerd but still if you want to be able to talk to us for business or for dating this is the way you do it
2: fine, i swear God, if anyone talks to me like kentaro does i am turning around and running
0: no you're not no you're oh, not I'm, okay okay I
2: i'm promise. walking really fast
0: liar cat as the kids are saying cat <laughs>
2: no, fine i won't run i walk very very fast
0: so you're going to cream your pants and hug them <laughs> <so tightly. laughs> I strongly it is.
2: doubt that one but it is what it is
1: well now hang on Now let me get through the history here and then we can get into this now Golden Boy is a Japanese sex comedy manga series it was written and illustrated by uh, Tatsuya Agawa parts of the manga were adapted into a six episode OVA series produced by Shueisha and KSS in 1995
0: it why didn't... is that important?
1: why is that important? it's important
0: why is 1995 important?
1: Oh, well, I mean, we were...
0: For one, two, three people here, 1995 is important. That's the year we graduated, ladies and gentlemen. Right.
1: We were officially done with the education system.
2: Uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm 20.
1: <laughs> Vic is representing Gen Z this episode. Um... <laughs> okay, never mind.
2: I, never mind. I lied.
1: <laughs> now, it didn't arrive in, Amer- in North America until 1996, when it was first licensed by ADV Films and it was you know subsequently uh it did a lot of distributor hopping as ADV's license to the series expired in 2007. uh it was later acquired by media blasters who lost the license and then in 2012 it was acquired by disco tech um so it it's, still currently it's, has it it's around if you want it. it this is this can be had um amazon has it Crunchyroll's streaming it so if you haven't watched it stop listening to this and go watch it because we're going to spoil the shit out of this thing
0: oh it's
3: very educational. Very. <laughs> study,
1: study. study. Um, <laughs> so let's let's start with the setup, right? Let's set the scene. It's 1995, 1996. We're just out of high school. It's, you know, it's doing our pretending we know what we're doing, adulting stuff. Um, I first picked up Golden Boy. I remember this one. It's It was up Suncoast up in Dayland Mall. Suncoast Motion Picture Company had it on, on the shelf. And of course the artwork immediately drew me in. It was beautiful. But, um, and it's something I remember, and maybe you guys, I'm alone in this, but this it was seemed like it was an only anime thing. But VHS tapes back then, it's, it's like anime decided, how are we gonna make ourselves different? We're gonna release colored VHS tapes. So there were red ones and white ones and blue ones. And, and they, had, they had what I call the prison window for the, the tape. Like they had this just like little strip and you could see the tape roll that like a standard VHS. If you look up, if you Google a VHS tape, it's, it has got a very defined, unique look. But anime was like, we got to be different. We're doing something different. Like
0: how like how all like anything that was released from like uh, Nickelodeon was on the orange cassette.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, it's, so Golden Boy was a white VHS with a little prison window
2: for the real. <laughs>
1: i just i don't know why we're
2: talking about VHS, anyone under the age of 30 is gonna be like these guys are like 700 years old
1: yeah that's that you know what i accept
0: we have to, we have to <laughs> we have to paint the picture because when we redid the research for this one yeah. it was so much easier oh my gosh
1: yeah so i drove we drove i i drove i think it was the only one of us with a car at the time i drove I like an hour up to Dayland Mall to just check out the tiny anime section, picked up this cassette based on the artwork, drove all the hell the way home. Then we watched it and then immediately regretted not having bought any other volume of this anime because yes. we couldn't afford it at the time and had to subsequently try and find and buy every following release because we were so addicted to it. That's my my exposure to Goldberg, how that how that happened for me. And it was worth
2: every moment. <laughs>
1: Now, L- Lynette, uh, Lynette, how did you get a hold of Golden Boy your first time around? Because like, I know Vic and Brian is through me because of my horrible addiction to excellent cover art. But...
3: So unfortunately, in 1996, I was just starting high school, so I was not old enough to grab anything <laughs> from the section. I didn't get it until Brian introduced it to me. He said, you have to check out this amazing anime. You know, you don't know anime until you've seen this anime. All the thing, and he pops it in, and I'm like, what am I watching?
2: (laughs) You're watching the most educational thing in anime ever. It it
0: is. All right, all right. She is being so, so gracious. (laughs) And how she is talking about how we got to this point. So we actually go to, what what year is this? Do you remember what year it is, Lynette?
3: I wore my chubits with uh, for your convention, right? You asked me to come. Yeah
0: we, we had a we had a anime convention, a comic con, over in uh, Hampton Roads, and it was over at the uh, Hampton Roads Coliseum Convention Center, like right across the street from it. And as you're going through, it's believe it or not, it was my first convention I've ever been to. So we go in there and we're just walking through enjoying all the sites, seeing everybody. The whole, the whole freak out of everybody. Oh my god, you're, you're all of that. Get it. So we walk towards the back of the convention and they have old animes there. And the first one I see is MD Geist. And I'm like... Oh, that's oh, a classic, Will. Yeah. I'll go back in time and I'll go pick it up for you. So the first one I see is Indie Guys. And then I see Golden Boy. It was at that moment that I lost my shit. (laughs) (laughs) There is no way to say, but this 40-something-year-old man sees this, and I am glued. I am... oh. Oh my God. It's like the
2: clouds part, the angels start singing.
0: <laughs> right. And from that moment on, I was like, listen, I hadn't bought anything. I hadn't bought a sandwich. I had no, no drink. I, did not, I was like, I'm going to take my account negative because it wasn't just one episode, it was the entire complete series in one disc.
1: Oh, man. Oh man. Of course. It didn't even matter what they were charging for it at that point.
3: He came Hello. back, I thought he had bought like a Gundam model set or something with how happy he was. I was like, I was like did you did you buy a Gundam or something?
1: He bought something better. You had no next- idea. <laughs>
3: And the I mean, next words. It was words, an anime ambush when we went home. <laughs> look,
0: look, look. And the next words were, we have to go home right now. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> this convention we're is done. over. And we, sure enough, we went home. And I told him, said, listen, you guys just don't know what the, how much this means to me. <laughs> and I popped it in there. And maybe for the first five minutes, Lynette and my wife Angel, they were like, "What the fuck are we watching?" (laughs) But then after that, it was a series of them watching the TV and them looking at me like.
3: like Watching the reaction videos that you do on YouTube, right? (laughs)
1: Oh man, I feel like if if those existed back then, oh man, oh my god.
3: I turned into a teenager for all for that I turned into,
0: and they were able <laughs> to understand me for. They're like, because I to this day, if ever I'm talking to somebody, and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to write that down. I don't have a notebook, but I pull out a notebook. <laughs> like, and yeah, I just start
1: pantomina.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I use up a
2: stylus on my phone, and it's like notes. <laughs> just saying, so educational. <laughs> <laughs>
3: educational
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so yeah I, I think that's this anime in my opinion is is probably one of my most quoted anime easily I I reference this anime in my everyday vernacular all the time and if somebody ever catches a reference and kicks it back at me they are my new best friend that's just how, how it is for me
0: <laughs> easily
1: easily yeah yeah no it's it's obscene there's just so much to this and honestly to call it like um a, a sex comedy is is sort of to diminish the series because it really is a lot of substance here and uh, again this is my opinion you guys chime in on this one
3: it's just hidden under all the
1: <clears throat> yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. And I listen, I I'm telling you right now, I by no means am trying to imply that this sex comedy is in any way highbrow. But there is a lot of complexity to these characters. Um, you know, just like the complexities of being a young man, and like those are things that I related to as I was one when you know the anime first dropped for me. So there's a lot of that in you this this like your desire to be honorable this d- desire to you know be uh, respectful yet this like insatiable like young teenage lust and like all of those things about being a young man that are like so... using
0: love Midnight like <laughs> midlife using lust. this yeah be well it, it... touche yeah, touche
1: but uh, there's a lot of layers to this character kintaro that are are so just like glossed over because he's obsessed with toilets
2: <laughs> <laughs> only his queen's toilet
1: right uh so yeah it, it's this is it, i don't know I, I feel like this is so much more than than at face value like you know face value you pick up the cover gorgeous art woman in the skin tight dress you're like oh i know what i'm about to get into but i, I really do I, I really feel like this is there's so much more subtext to this And uh, it's 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 often overlooked. And if you. This is for me, the every time I introduce somebody to Golden Boy, it's that make it a break it moment where I figure out whether or not I truly am going to get along with a person. Based on their reaction to this, because there's because of the the humor, because of the style of humor, it's definitely my my style of humor because of the the complexity of the characters and and Kantaro's motivations and all of those things that it sounds like I'm reviewing something way more bold and big than what I'm actually talking about, but that's how much weight it has with me. So
0: <laughs> let's go around. Let's go around. All right. All right. At what moment did you realize you were going to watch the hell out of this? There has to be <laughs> one moment when you're like, and I know exactly when the moment was for me. But I need to know, when was the movie where you're like, you know, I don't care what happens. I need to make sure I see this in its entirety. And we're talking about only six episodes. Right. This is, yeah, this isn't a big tweet. It's
1: not. Uh, it, six half-hour episodes. This is not a, like a, a long slog. Um, well, I'll go first because I, I know exactly when it was for me. It is when I, it's the, the second the intro dropped the second the intro started, right? Because there's the whole build-up. There's the whole, you know, him singing on, on his bike and being a dork, and and then he gets run off the road, and then he gets bitch slapped, and and her tits never stop jiggling the entire time. And that was it. Look.
3: Just as a side note, in the sub, it says, boing, 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 boing. So <laughs> <laughs> and And every time she comes onto the scene, she goes, Oh, boing boing, and that's all
0: he said. <laughs> I was gonna call that moment. Also, boing boing is much better. i was I'm gonna call it the oscillation moment, where they, <laughs> like <I didn't>, seriously. <laughs> so that all no, that it's like happens, the
2: giggle factor could not be processed at the time.
1: <laughs> like all all that happens, and then it cuts to that intro, and that intro is is animated so seriously like he is gearing up to fly off into battle it's the garage doors opening and the sunlight's glistening off of the spokes of his bike and he's adjusting his gloves and i'm like oh my god this they know exactly what they're doing this is this is amazing and and i i have to watch all of it
0: and they break so many oh my gosh they break so many expectations like (laughs) Immediately after the oscillation of boing, boing, uh, it's the part where he goes to get the bike fixed. And yeah. it's the, he's, talking to, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's talking to the old man, and then next, you know, the, he leaves. But right as he's leaving, the Yucubes will come there and they try to extract the old man. And he walks back like he was about to whip some ass. <laughs> Yes, he he's
1: striding with his most serious gaze possible, and then just hard left. Nope. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god, the show is like literal gold.
1: Oh man, yeah. and 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 I will say this. So after I, when I initially watched this on VHS, it was like a drop down hilarious. And it was upon rewatching it for this episode that I said, "You know what? I want to read the manga because if there's more of this than just these six, and I need as much of this in my life as I can get." And I went and I found the manga online. I started reading it, and they did an incredibly good job adhering to the source material. Like all of the things, boing, 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 all that, the the cutaways to the dramatic, you know, story. All of that shit's in the manga. So they nailed it. Absolutely nailed it.
0: I feel like the closest thing we have had since this time, since Golden Boy, from that whole comedic versus dramatic perspective will have to be One Punch Man. (laughs) Oh
2: God, yes.
0: It will have to be where where it goes from, in a drop of a dime, it goes from serious to comedic, to the point you don't even know if they're taking themselves
2: seriously exactly huh. oh my god it's like you know funny 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 dramatic pose or action and then like a derpy look that does not fit anywhere it's like
1: it's just it's comedy that's extremely self-aware and and i i respect the hell out of comedy that can do that like it's self-aware and unapologetic it does yeah. it in such a yeah yeah no it, it does it in such a way that it's it's like they're stopping to wink at the camera but they never do mm-hmm. and and i just i respect the hell out of that uh but i i i cut everybody else off vic what was brian's question what was your moment that
2: it was the same thing literally the opening theme <laughs> and then going to the intro it's like you know, the intro is so animated well, it looks like it's it looks like the show is going in a totally different direction than what was just shown, and then it, it it's like it never lets up. It's like every episode is something totally different, a totally different educational lesson of Kataro. And it just never lets up and you never expect it's gonna go in a certain way until it does. And it's like I can't believe they actually did that, but it's freaking hilarious.
1: Yeah. Yes. Lynette, Lin- was it was it a, a forced thing for you, or were you addicted early?
3: During my second watch, it's it's when he broke his neck, and,
2: and he goes,
3: <laughs> I ah! realize I cannot look back while also looking back. I
1: literally, <laughs> I I literally wrote a note for it. It's in the English dub. He says, "I incurred a neck injury. I tried to look backwards when I was already looking that way. It hurt."
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
3: That was the point where I was like, okay.
0: (laughs) I I related to Kintaro so much in my life because I feel like all the random chaos that has ever happened to him, I am like the physical embodiment of that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, like every time something goes horribly wrong in your life it, it feels like a Kintara moment like how, did i just screw this up so bad as a oh god yeah that's totally get it <laughs> <That's>,
0: um <laughs> uh, this might be the first episode i'm gonna leave with tears in my eyes so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna leave those tears? better be there now <laughs> between between when you first
1: experienced it and the rewatch that we just did. Now, to be clear, just to listeners, we're not rewatching every anime that we're ever going to review. Just, That's just not it, That's it's, fair. there's no way that we're not going to slog through 670 something episodes of Dragon Ball or whatever it is we're going to be reviewing.
2: Well, unfortunately, you know, and we have bills to pay, so. <laughs> but
1: this particular series is so digestible in its little 630 minute chunks that there was no reason to not to not barrel through it. So I did I did barrel through it and and enjoyed every minute of it. But would you say that you've revisited this series
2: a lot over the years? I could honestly say I have probably have watched it since the VHS days, because I actually do own it on DVD somewhere in here. Uh, I have probably have watched it a good dozen or so times. So since in the last 22 years, a dozen or so times.
0: And it never gets old. So my first time watching it, after we got the first one, right? And, and Suncoast. Now, here's what happened with us. Um, 1995, 96, I'm in college. Right. Right. So while you're driving up to go get to the Suncoast, I'm not with you. But then right. when I came back, it's like, hey, man, you got to watch this. And I watched it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Oh my gosh, school's, I gotta go back to school. So each time I, got, I came back, there was, a, there was hopefully another video there. <laughs> there was more to be seen. But at one point in time, it, it felt like we didn't get them all in order.
1: We didn't, well you're right to be fair we did not buy them all in order and this is a common problem in the you know in the 80s and 90s is when you found anime you didn't you didn't just find volume one and then volume two and then volume three so i'm i'm fairly certain it was um one and two and then it was um like five and then i think three four six so it was like completely asinine out of order
0: i remember
2: that so yeah yeah. So, right. And luckily, Golden Boy, you don't have to actually watch it, or you just got to make sure you watch the last episode last. Right, but which we didn't,
0: like,
1: there's no way you would have known. Like, any other series, you try and pull this off, almost any Thanks. other series, it's not going to work as well. But because each story here is so self-contained, it really does work. And we were lucky um, because, yeah, we didn't, we didn't get it all at once. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, look, like, each, each one is a completely different. Each one
1: yeah it's a whole separate arc it's a whole separate story but it's it's just more of the same it's like revisiting an old friend and listening to his crazy ass story
2: um god are they crazy
1: <laughs> <laughs> so did you i i feel like this is it's a setup it's an easy set this is a the underhanded toss to each of you uh favorite episode
2: mm. That is uh, super easy. Episode 4, Swimming in the Sea of Love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will leave it at that. No, 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 no. Please explain, sir.
2: I will not explain. <laughs> I'm a That's grown and I'm, I'm, I'm entitled to my privacy, damn it. <laughs> hey,
0: nobody... To tell- There's all the marriage requests to me. You can say what. (laughs) It's
1: it's, the way he starts talking about her, the swim girl, whose name eludes me, is the way he opens up with her with the beast, the beast.
0: (laughs) The "The beast inside of you is waking the beast inside of me.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. So the uh, girl's name in that episode is Ayuko Hayami. Okay. Just to appease Brian, I'm just going to read the description for the episode. In the dead of winter, a pool is the last place Kintaro wants to work at. But the chief swimming instructor is hot enough to lure him in. There's just one problem. Kintaro doesn't know how to swim. But that doesn't stop him from challenging his new boss to a swimming contest. And he'll only have a month to prove he's got what it takes.
1: Oh my god, this episode. This episode is so much. All right, so uh, true story. This episode taught me, taught me how to teach my son to swim, not lying, not lying at all. I grew, you know, growing up in Florida, you, swimming comes naturally to a lot of us. I don't remember how I learned to swim, but I know for a fact the shit that he uses to teach the kids in this episode is the shit I did for my son.
2: And it's because the show is so educational. <laughs> True too,
0: too story. When I came to Virginia, uh, I applied to be a lifeguard in a pool, and one of the biggest things we had to do is to uh, uh, do like basically like a, a, a hundred meter dash. You have to swim down and swim back, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's supposed to be a race.
2: <laughs> Did you, you almost drown, Brian?
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I feel like I already know this is going. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: So, I go and I get ready to launch off, right? Now, among our friends, I was always the quickest swimmer. Always the quickest, right? Unless your name was Kenny, and you ran for fucking magical, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I was the quickest swimmer. So, that's because
2: no one else wanted to get into the water. <laughs>
0: that's fair. Look, by default. W's a a W the fucking W. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, no participation trophies in this area. So, uh, it was my first time swimming with other people, right? So we had a whole... And, and we had people who were on the swim team. I did not know this at the time. I'm like 21-ish. I go and I kick off and I push off and I do my whole you know, little arm little swim thing. And I opened my eyes underneath. And I had goggles so I was able to see that I was still in last fucking place. (laughs) (laughs) At that moment I say to myself, oh shit, but I'm still underwater.
2: This picture Brian standing up, heaving, and not being able to
0: breathe. And...
1: So, how do you like my swimming? <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying, and so uh, I didn't even make it back. I made it to the stop, turn around, and when I turned around, <laughs> then somebody else is coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned around, touched the ball, look back at him. I'm like, nah he said rescue after you <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, it's it's very hard to watch that that part.
2: Oh man. It's
1: the, when he gets to the other side and it cuts back and it's all dramatic. So how do you think my swimming? It's just I'm fucking dead. I'm every time with that episode. Okay, God Brian, what's
2: your favorite episode? It's not that one. <laughs> I don't care. What's your favorite episode? Balls I ball. To to That's your turn. Huh? Balls to the all?
0: Yes. Emo baby. And, and, and the reason why. <laughs> that's the only one out of all the episodes. That's the only one where you see him do superhuman shit.
3: Because <laughs> well, his brakes are broken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one where you're like, how? Ah, He's riding on a power line this so never
2: stops I-
1: this this anime um and I'm not I don't want to devolve too far into this conversation at this time but I just want to say that this anime with what they did with the dub the localization there's some absolute brilliance in it that isn't even in the Japanese dub and in that episode in particular it's when she's grinding on her bike and she's really getting all worked up in the anime there's not as much talking. But in, in in the English dub, Kentaro doesn't shut the fuck up the entire time. He is losing his damn mind, and it's hilarious. It's just the shit. I don't know if he ad libbed it. I have no idea. But it was it was just so much more vocalization happening, and it was it was hilarious. I I love that. And and Kentaro rope, you know, and he like, he's like leaps off the, bike, the the back of the car, and he's flying through the air, and he's like Kentaro rope away, and he like tosses the rope to grab. Him. That's not in there. That's not in the Japanese one. He's just they don't, they don't call it Kentaro Rope. They they just decided that's what he would call it, and it was so. F- it's just I love that shit. It was well, just. it's brilliant. like
2: the series was just so funny that when they were dubbing it, they just went with it. It they just had to go with it. It's like it would not surprise rent.
1: me. Uh. So yes, I uh, that that episode has so much shit.
0: Just. <laughs> that. Man.
2: Stay, 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 stay. stay. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> the, the episode ends and he keeps on going.
1: Thank you, graciously. Like all of those little, like <laughs> he's having to try and be a monk. He's like, thank you, graciously. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lynette, what about you? What was, what was your one?
3: I would have to be the danger, the virgin's first love. And mostly because he, when that scene when he tries to save the girl's honor, <laughs>
1: yes yes i absolutely you know,
3: the unbutton the rebutton the zipper yeah. the <laughs> it's so and good he has the wrong hand and it just it just oh, goes. Man. i i i can't watch it because i'm laughing too hard but it was Yes. Yeah. that is just the best scene
1: oh man and then he and then he's it's, that's the first time that's the first episode you're three episodes in that's the first episode where you realize Kintaro's a little bit more than he seems. When he busts out the Kempo and kicks a guy's ass, and like I said, he's like, I opened a can of whoop ass on him. I foolishly <laughs> used my Kempo style. Like, it was, it was just like, oh my God, there's so much under the surface for this character that.
0: <laughs> it's, but the oh. way they, it, It's the way he. I could feel that the whole goofiness of him. There's such an earnest. When he's like going all over the place, like I hope you like me. <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: there's almost a, and I don't want to make it too. A, it's not like a super strong comparison, but there's like a jerk like quality to him, like there's this sort of ignorance that, that Steve Martin has as a character, of the jerk. Not completely that far off the deep end, but there's just that sort of idiocy to him that is just really
0: charming. Uh, I don't know it's he's a great it's, character.
2: Well, stupidity.
0: <laughs> it's basically what it, this whole anime is about Naruto's sexy Jutsu? That's this <laughs> <laughs> But funnier.
3: Yes. And but he, um, funny. he embraces all of his awkward situations.
1: Yeah, he <laughs> leans into them hard. It's you're so right and it's it's great. I just and, and how he's, his character is so, for somebody is so wild, he's so reserved, right? Like in the second episode um, with the psycho daughter, she, it's it's when she steals his notebook and she's reading through his notebook, she's like, holy shit, this guy's had me figured out since day one. Like he just, he didn't call her out on her bullshit. He lets her do her thing the whole time. He's like, mm, this is very educational. I want to write notes about this chick with her electro complex. You know, it's just so good. And yeah, I for me, I think it's the first episode is my favorite. And that's because of all I I think when I first watched it, I was getting into computers a lot. (laughs) So so there's so much about that. And it's when he stares at the screen and he thinks he's going to teach them all some shit. And he's like so confident. Let's watch this. He just cuts. What is this? (laughs) That's I'm like, yep, that's me. Every time I look at code. That's 100% me.
3: Since I didn't power. have a computer,
1: <laughs> since I didn't have a computer, I had to teach myself using a keyboard made of paper. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. What they um, thing on me
3: was the saving power. We have to save power. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. No, don't do it.
1: <laughs> Who shut off my server? And he's just all the flashes in his head of how gloriously awarded he's about to become.
0: (laughs) But did you see? But that's an awesome part right there, because we're talking about how often it switches between just the... It ultimately feels like, like, all right, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it. So he's getting cussed out. He's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And then she goes off the hall of it and spits at him. And the first thing.
3: He just catches it.
1: Completely <laughs> unexpected reaction. Absolutely.
2: He just opens his mouth.
1: <laughs> Did not see that coming at all. Oh. I'm
0: so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just see the fury. Yes. Oh and, my and- God.
1: And I, I, I love that's one of the things that I love about that episode, too, is and I know they do it every episode, but the first time I saw it happening in this episode, I knew it was it was something so cool. And it's the way that the animation style changes dramatically for from scene to scene, like the whole overall is beautiful. The artwork is great, but every time they cut to his reactions and it's like lightning bolts behind him and it gets so dramatic and that. I oh man I love that shit so much like in episode what three when she's when uh, the girl noodle girl is on her way out the door and she's like oh where are you going she's like oh I'm out on
0: a date and he's just his back and he turns around
1: is like date
0: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite episode my my favorite part of that episode is the whole bowing scene
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it is oh yeah. <laughs> Talking about oh but I couldn't possibly oh but you absolutely could oh no thank you
0: And every person is bowing <laughs> and do it. The best oh, part would have the best part that would have made that could have made it better if they had the guy who was the the regular customer. Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah, if, like he it bowed in. In,
0: dude, if he had bowed into done. Right.
1: <laughs> There's um there are there's i I have a complaint An actual I have a negative for this, and it's that hey, he never you
2: gotta he, you're out you're fired he,
1: <laughs> he never they set it up, and I watched every episode I'm like, all right, the tail end of this series is going to be this, and it didn't happen. He never saved the world. oh no they they kept dropping that in there, and I'm like, oh that's going to be the payoff right that's that's the ultimate joke is that this kid on his bike's going to save the world. And he never did. So, okay, he yes, saved
2: people's world, but he never actually saved the actual world. It's a
1: strike in my eyes, damn it. He should have saved the world. On his butt. No, no, that, that's
0: fair, fair. Anybody else have any complaints?
2: <laughs> the only complaint I have is that there weren't more episodes. Touche. I could have 100%. easily used another five or six. Hours oh. worth. <laughs> yeah. I don't... All right.
0: I don't I don't even know if they could be rebooted. No. No, no, no. Should, I don't want to reboot. Should, I want
1: to continue no. did you, uh Did you have a favorite girl? Did I, any of you have a favorite girl? Oh, yeah. I mean, it As, was. And why? And, and this is this important suffix to the question. And why?
2: Hmm.
0: The why part but, is a good question. I am actually want to hear Lynette's version of
3: my favorite chick, I, it's so funny, but my favorite chick was balls-to-the-wall chick because she was crazy. I was like, I got mad respect for this girl. <laughs> oh, that,
0: <laughs> was
2: uh, that was That
1: uh, yeah. was
3: <laughs> Her BMO baby. That was, that oh, was it. Man.
1: <laughs> that girl was thirsty. <laughs> Actually, everybody in this show is thirsty, but Reiko was like, you know, she d- She made t-
2: like a little too much.
0: <laughs> Look, believe it or not, I have a least favorite girl.
1: A least favorite? Okay.
0: All right. And that's the last girl.
1: Oh, uh, Che from the animation episode. Yeah. Well, I feel like... And I, I've got story for this, but I'll, I'll chime in on that after, after everybody else has a chance to go.
2: Um, Vic, your favorite girl? It would be Ayuko from Swimming in the Sea of Love. I mean... Okay. Just the way she was, you know, like a swimming coach. She was like a pro swimmer and... You know, the way she behaved when this nobody was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come and I'm going to swim you and then literally nearly drowns in the middle of the pool. It's like that just had me as someone who can't swim for the life of, you know, if life depended on it. (laughs) I related to that episode too much.
1: (laughs) I I agree with Lynette. My favorite was was Reiko uh, with her bike. I thought that she was hilarious and just. Like you said, there's just an insane quality to her that I I found it's just great. Anyway, you know, I
2: guess you mentioned, you know forty something minutes into this episode, the show is not for kids. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I I feel like I feel like famed sex comedy in the opening probably should have cleared that up. But yeah, let's let's go with that disclaimer. This is definitely is not for kids because
0: you can find it on Roll right now.
1: <laughs> i, I, yeah,
2: I, I, I rated great at dvma
1: ah man okay you know what that's that's an accurate rating right because it's not this isn't explicit well it's not you
2: know, explicit, but five. it is perverse
1: episode five is pretty um but it's not it's not explicit so brian you don't have a favorite girl you have a least favorite girl
0: actually actually oh i have to say my is rico right,
1: yeah yeah i mean I'd
0: uh say. i mean that's that's the swim chick right
1: oh swim chick no oh. that's this Vic That's Ayuko, Ayuko,
0: sure splitting girl Her. so
1: all right so these are these this isn't like mindless midlife musings kind of stuff but it is all about episode six all right so episode six clearly full of meta humor right you could tell just by watching the episode that this is there's a lot of inside jokes to be had here in this episode um it is the only episode of the series not based on the manga so that is kind of telling in its own way because Che is so underutilized the the female character for for all of the perversion and the whatnot that happens in this series um tasuya agawa writes a lot of really fleshed out female characters i in my opinion i
2: these
1: are these are successful women you know there's uh madam president a scary lady and uh a noodle girl. She's an earnest, hardworking girl. Uh, the swim coach, she's a successful entrepreneur. Like, there's a lot of strong female characters in this. And Che is not. And I feel like that's probably because he probably didn't write her. Somebody can tell me if I'm wrong on that one. But based on my rudimentary research, and just comparing it to the manga, right, the manga did a whole episode that was sort of in that same genre, the whole meta humor thing. But it was based on publishing because, of course, it was a manga. So the humor would be more relevant. Uh, So the anime episode uses some of the same characters, but redistributes them into an anime setting, an animation setting. Um, So, yeah, I feel like that's probably why she's the weakest character in the series, in my opinion.
0: Um, But
1: Tatsuya Gawa.
0: I'm sorry. Let's go further okay. into that. You, you could tell it's telling in the episode. Yeah. Um, For instance, episode one, the computer person, top madam president. Right. All right. Um, episode two, the top girl is not the mother of the mafia, it's the daughter. But right. She, they've, they've given her, she's Dead princess, and she's done this many times. Right, it's a, a position of power. She's coming right. into it. Episode three is the first time when they break away from that. Right. Noodle. Because Noodle Girl, is, she's not even, she's Flower Girl.
1: Yeah, that's a
2: Fair point. She,
0: yeah, she, he's Noodle Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and she, not, she doesn't really have nothing to do with why he's there. Right. But then you go back to four, they kick him back up. You know what it is? position of power swing yeah. five she's position of power yeah and then yeah, she's- in six they they drop the ball she's not in position of power if anything she messes up which causes a lot of the damsel in distress
1: now what's what's interesting about that episode is the the lady the uh i don't know what her position is i guess the project manager whoever the lady that comes in and causes trouble she is from the manga she's one of the repurposed characters that they used in the episode and and there's a lot more going on with her she's horribly underutilized but but you can almost tell based on her characterizations that that's the kind of woman the kintaro character would have would have gone, would have you know, gone to, would have uh, I won't yeah. say converted, but would have wooed, right? And yeah, so it's it, it's an interesting. I I would say I would have to say that if anything, it's it's their weakest episode.
0: And 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 you you said it right when the, when you use the word converted, yeah, right? Because again, episode three and episode six, he didn't really need to convert them so much as rescue them.
1: Yeah, I see what you're saying there. And now so now that brings up an interesting question to me, in my eyes here, is was there a girl you think he should have
0: ended up with? They were trying to make you feel like he's going to end up with six. Aren't you going to go after him? Yes, but I need to go ahead and finish the film. Fuck all <laughs> the <this> shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like like uh madam president and and uh reiko and even the the mayor's daughter that that was more it was a a purely a a sexual relationship that they were seeking but i feel like like episode three uh flower girl and and the che character were the ones that they tried to represent as a more genuine romantic uh relationship
2: concur yeah i concur i agree totally i mean it is it's what the it way is. He's,
0: it's the way he talks about is when we're talking about love, right? Yeah, everyone was like, "Take me, take me, take me," right. but even when she's trying to uh, when noodle girl, flower girl, that's her name. Flower
2: udon girl, girl actually, but on,
0: udon flower. Is that what we're going to go with? We're going to hire. Udon her? girl.
2: We'll go with udon
1: girl because in episode six she comes to cook everybody udon. Let's go with udon girl.
0: Begrudgingly, begrudgingly. <laughs> <laughs> so Udon girl, right? He—that's also the first time where he/she uses the word love. It's for the man you love. Yeah,
1: like like knowingly, as if to imply that. Yeah, that that, yeah. that I, I realize this is me that you're talking to.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: I, it's, it, it isn't where he should be, I don't think, but I, I feel like that's who he should have ended up with. That's my, my personal opinion on the matter.
0: We'll say that's probably the most disingenuous episode they have. Episode three?
3: How so? Yeah, episode three. Yeah, or... episode th- he's, yeah,
1: he's he yeah he's talking about episode three, Lynette. All uh, right, ex- explain, like episode Brian.
3: Episode three. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to explain that one because I like that. Yeah. So mostly not for the girl. I didn't really care for. The- I just thought it was funny mm-hmm. to see him beat someone up and then try to rescue a to save a girls. Just when he
1: yeah. No, yeah, totally. No, when he's when he's outside the car while they're getting it on and he's just writing notes yes. and then he stands up. So he stands up and I'm like, all right, well he's got what well, he's got the information now he knows what he's gonna do. No no not Kentaro. Kentaro doesn't stop there. No no it's Excuse me. <laughs> did were you, did you really mean all that shit you just said? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> and that's the difference between Kentaro and me. Is that would have taken that information and ran with it? <laughs> but he's like, nope, I'm going to confront this guy.
2: But,
0: <laughs> when I say disingenuous, they do a great job at showing what his character is. Right, I, I agree. For the first two episodes, right? Yeah. The first episode we even talked about it is that when it came to a confrontation, he was going to pretend like he's going to do shit, and then turn away. Yeah, agreed. Right. So, even here, how he got to this whole part of being here, it wasn't because of the fact that he was anything that the girls did drew him here, right? So, the uh, first one, I saw, the, I see his madam president. Oh my gosh, I'm going to make this huge plea to do it. Episode two, I need somebody to clean my house. And it's the whole. He's a poor Will well. You know saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so they giving-
1: and and by the end of it they're lusting after Kantaro versus Che and 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 this girl who are they're more romantically inclined. Like they're more into him for his generosity and his kindness. Because all right, look, Raiko's riding off into the sunset chasing down chasing him down like ride me wet and put me away. You know what I mean? Like she's she wants him,
0: but right. But everybody else wants him because of the same type of they misjudged him and they they underestimated him. But the same sure. thing. But they okay, both yeah. re- they both. Re- oh, my God. He did all this. That means he was yeah. listening. They see the right. qualities, by her.
1: Right. No, no. I see what you're saying. Episode three. It's not there's no discovery. He's the same person he is to her at the beginning as he was at the end. I, I see what you're saying. It's a valid argument,
2: I, I think. It was just the first departure compared to what, the other four episodes that had a strong beginning and end and it's like that one and then six. They're not the crazy insane endings like the other episodes.
1: Now it's just to be clear here, <clears throat> we're tearing into this, but there is no bad episode. This is like this is like the your least favorite slice of a pizza. Hello. Right? The whole pie is amazing. It's just, if you got to pick one that wasn't quite, didn't have quite as many toppings as the other slice, like these are the weaker slices. It's still delicious. It's still amazing. Um, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I do. I, I, I still say even, that.
0: Go ahead. Even, but even as we're talking about and we're, and we're critiquing each of these episodes, there are some wonderful things that happen to each of them. Even Absolutely. in part six. And I think. I'm going to get off part. I, I was going to say part. I said that Shay isn't my favorite. And right. I think because she gets overshadowed by everybody else that comes back. Fair
1: point. Fair point. Yeah. She doesn't really get a chance to shine with, with anything.
2: Right.
0: And anything. Every person that he met is coming back to save him so it really is he's the golden boy it's like he Mm -hmm. finally matured into the golden boy and everybody he calls back into
2: yeah it's it's like he was the device to bring everyone else back for their little bit you know for an ending pretty much
1: it was their avengers assemble moment (laughs) right (laughs) i can't there's no better better analogy for it in this day and age than that um fun musings for no reason whatsoever mindlessly his bike has three different names in the anime. It's the Mikazuki five in the Japanese version. It's the crescent moon. And then in the manga, it's the three day moon. Hmm. Why don't know? Just thought it was an interesting tidbit might be worth knowing. So
0: right, we need to find out what does Mikazuki five stand for?
1: It just sounds dope, so rule of cool. That's, that's what I'm going with on that one.
2: <laughs> OK, so the three-day moon actually is the waxing, waxing crescent moon. OK.
1: The waxing crescent moon. So that, okay. that's why they went with just crescent moon on the. Okay.
0: What does Mikasuki say I'm to? <laughs> <clears throat> I don't
2: know. It's like, I'm Googling as fast as I can. <laughs> Other while he's, while
1: he's Googling, there's so other interesting bits like there's callouts, oh, right? Mikasuki is
2: the Japanese word for crescent moon. You lie. You'd, that's what it says here. Mikasuki is the Japanese word for crescent moon. See, this
1: show just gets more meta the more you talk about
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> so the name stayed the same, but it didn't at the same time.
0: That is, that's, that's pretty clever. I didn't even notice, but my favorite moon is a crescent moon.
2: Really? I thought your favorite moon was a sailor type. <laughs>
0: no,
3: that was mine.
2: Was a what? The sailor kind.
1: sailor kind. <laughs> no, that was, that, that was Lynette. That's me. I'm, I'm... I know,
3: but the,
2: work, the joke just worked with you.
1: <laughs> I'm more of more of a full moon guy, but, you know.
0: um, So... <laughs> The, but guess what? Even the Sailor Moon is a crescent moon, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the um,
1: <clears throat> in episode six, the, uh, char- the character Tatsuya N'gawa, who is a caricature, a very clear, heavy caricature of the original manga character uh, creator, is voiced by him. He comes in to do his own his own work for that, which I thought was fun.
0: In the in in the in the cartoon,
1: yeah. So for episode six, he voiced his own character he pulled a Hasselhoff um obviously not for the English one I don't know who that guy was and obviously the the series hanging on the wall golden girl reference to the series itself very meta but the um the animation director is credited is uh Mr. Wakamoto and the animation director on the actual series was a Mr. Kawamoto so they were very leaning into the the meta humor on this one um and that's just me scraping the surface i'm willing to bet the rest of the crew is probably named after people who actually worked on the
0: series oh my gosh like the whole the they dropped the ball a lot in in episode six like the the one the the thing that stands out the most to me is the whole them drawing the boobs
1: (laughs) right okay yeah they're they're having a a deep philosophical discussion on how to draw breasts. I was very educational. Just saying.
2: So <laughs> educational.
1: No, the the whole the whole episode is is just there's so much meta in there. It's, it's brilliant. Plus, you know, I I, I got to give him a strike on that bit, because if you're going to learn to draw breasts, you need to learn it from Satoshi Udashihara and nobody else. That's just me. We'll get to that reference in another episode.
0: Which one?
2: Please, I
1: plastic, need to know. That, that's that's uh, plastic little. So,
2: anywho, you'll know it when you see it. That's all I yeah. got.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're gonna. It's anyway. That's neither here nor there. That's another episode. So, do you? All right. So now let's. Did it age well? Right. That's the question. Do you feel like, in this day and age, a series like Golden Boy.
0: Does it hold up, Brian? The chivalry aspects of it, yeah. Because yep. you will go the same way you go from Revenge of the Nerds and then it evolves into super bad and then it evolves into whatever new nerd thing it is gonna be, there's always going to be something here. We just have not seen what that version is today. Um we have it. Um the same way you can see, there, there are different tropes for di- your different type of anime characters. I have not seen a Kentaro Oe since. Somebody he's, who reminds me of him.
1: He's very unique. Yeah. Vic, what about you? What do you think?
2: Okay, so this one is actually a slightly complicated matter considering how the world is at the moment. If you grew up in the seventies, eighties and nineties, absolutely. It is definitely for you. If you grew up in the, in the two thousands and the 2010, it it may be too much for you. You may be easily offended by 90% of the show. So it's, it's one of those where personally, yes, it holds up. It is still bloody hilarious. It is one of the few shows that I will actually actively go for the English dub over the original Japanese because it, it is comedy gold. It is hilarious. But people nowadays, the younger ones, eh, they may be put off by it. And, you know, again, they're entitled to their opinion, even if it's wrong.
0: All I got to say is Louis C.K., mm-hmm. they would have yeah. compared him, him doing the toilets to Lucy C.K. and me with a I'm shocked it's on Crunchyroll. In in the form that it's in. I have never seen nudity on Crunchyroll.
2: Then you haven't really looked.
3: Yeah, you haven't (laughs) really
2: (laughs) looked. Vic's like, hold up, let me send you a playlist.
3: Do you have Uh, your parental
2: (laughs) controls on? It's on there?
3: Because there but are things on uh, there. Usually, it. shows that
2: are airing simultaneously, or yeah, shows that are airing, you know, like this season, you normally get the censored versions. Uh, some shows that are aired already uncensored in Japan, if they make it over here, there's a possibility they show up. I've ha- I've seen Crunchyroll at times have two or three different versions of the same show. Because one week in Japan, it aired the censored version. A few days later, to a few weeks later, you have the slightly less censored version, and even after that, you'll get a full uncensored version.
0: Hey, but you don't always get it. Feel free to share those with me. Huh?
3: <laughs> yeah, if you get lucky and get the yeah, if you get lucky and get the simulcast, you get the you get the raw translations right there. So there are some I've I've caught a couple where.
0: My gosh. Translations
3: can be very harsh because it's a direct translation and you're like, Oh, I never knew he talked like that.
2: (laughs) And they do it. They do It's a pretty fast turnaround these days. Um, Yeah. Usually within an hour of the Japanese uh, airing, but they get the shows on average two to three days beforehand for that. And that's bitten them in the butt a few times.
1: (laughs) So now, now Lynette, uh, your perspective on this, I'm interested to hearing it's, do you feel like this is an anime that holds up? Do you feel like this is something that could that could find success in this day and age?
3: I would have to say, um that I agree that anybody who's born after the '90s probably would take it too seriously and not really enjoy it for, for what it is. It's a very good anime. Awesome. It has a great comedy. It is adult themed, but at the end of the day, you got someone. Who's got a really good moral character, even though he's kind of terrible Orny? in some way? <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs> but if you look at it, you know, yeah. the stuff that he does is very, very honorable. He does all, you know, even though he walks around with the hard on most of the time, he's <laughs> he's doing something <laughs> very honorable. And and um, I don't think the new generation would get past the hard on, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I agree with all of you. I don't, I don't think that this show could find, well, I don't think it could, uh, to say it couldn't find an audience is, is a lie. It can definitely find an audience, but I don't, I don't think it could, ever, it could ever achieve success, not-
0: I think that uh, um, the best way to say it is that when I tell you I relate to Contoro so much of my life, I have been that guy who's been the good guy and then still had a heart on, <laughs> you know? Yes. And, and yes. I would say that my hardest problem would be apologizing for that. Mm-hmm. You know what? Did I sniff toilets? No, no, no. That's, are you sure? <laughs> but, but, but look, 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 just because I didn't sniff toilets if I had the chance to, 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 to beat with a girl, I sniffed her, bra. not going to lie. <laughs> there, okay,
1: so he's, <clears throat> but
0: he's a caricature,
1: right? Kentaro's a caricature. He's, and that's the problem, yeah. He's, he's noble and, and he's a pervert. And, and that is essentially most well-raised men, <clears throat> pardon me. But, but he is a caricature, right? The toilet obsessions are, are played for humor. It, it is, It it is very much that. And a lot of, a lot of his extreme reactions to things are, are caricatures of things that that I certainly agree. I, I can say that I've felt and thought things a lot the way Kentaro does, but never to that extreme. You know, it, the car- caricature aspect of it is shouldn't overshadow the, a, a lot of the depth that he has. I think,
0: like, like the the, the best moment to talk about in this moment when we're talking about is back to the swimming pool when he when she actually says, "Can you keep up with me?" And the motivation he gets by swimming faster (laughs) is not drugs, is not anything. It's the sight of there. (laughs) I I, I have been. It was a purpose
2: to to his madness.
1: There is there is no there's no way to pantomime vagina. Yes, he was he was chasing after her. Was <laughs> chasing after her and was just drawn in and and couldn't stop and and it ended exactly the way you the would way you did. It. It's, it's 100%. And
0: and you know, the thing about I it knew is
1: The audience
0: Look, she understood all until she saw the erection. It was it was an honest mistake until she Captain Winky was out. <laughs> She's like, what were you thinking? In the
1: Man. sanctuary of the pool.
0: <laughs> Man, I'm going to go ahead and raise my hand. That would have been me. That would have been me.
3: Yes, but in the same yes. vein, he also increased children participation in the pool. So
0: teaching them how to swim they would have said the same argument against bill cosby (laughs) (laughs) he gave us the coffee kids (laughs) but he
1: drugged the women
0: that's the problem
1: (laughs) we got picture pages out of it though so (laughs) damn Kintaro Owe, sex offender. Um. Oh,
2: he,
3: he's, oh
0: my gosh.
2: <laughs> I mean, yes, he would be.
3: Yeah, now Even back, go ahead. No, you're right, even back then. But, but back then they just hit him and walked away.
1: <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah. No lawsuits to be had on that one. He probably would have been able to defend himself, though, considering he was a you know near graduate in a law degree.
3: Why would he defend? <laughs> he would confess to it. You're <laughs> oh, absolutely
1: right. Yes, and he would and he would bow and plead and. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, this is a a hard one to look back on with a modern lens. I I, I agree, but it's. I don't mind looking back on this at all. No,
0: man, I, I, I look back on it and I see how I got to be where I am now. I, this love, is... I love the life I have now. But the honor that he has exhibited, it allowed me to be brave enough to be able to talk about it, to even right. be where I am. Um, there's a level of honesty that he has. When he's, when he, when he, I, I, I guess it's with himself, because it's not like he's being honest with anybody else, you know, <laughs> but his inner monologue tells him, I shouldn't be doing this, but God damn it, she's bringing on. I mean, <laughs> his inner monologue is what I believe mine sounds like.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, accept that I'm gonna accept that as your final thoughts. That's what I because that's where I was about to lead into. Um so yeah. Vic, that. Vic, what do you what are your, your final thoughts on, on Golden Boy? Oh god,
2: it's first and foremost, it is literally a golden series. It is comedy gold, left and right. Um my best is actually I'm gonna steal a review from Crunchyroll. This was written in uh, 2015 by a user named Monster Man. Okay, and it goes, I'm not a fan of ecchi anime, and Golden Boy does push my tolerance levels in this regard. However, with Golden Boy, I overlook it due to its superb comedic timing, hilarious expressions and reactions, great characters, some excellent animation for its time, and also it doesn't hurt that Kentaro Oe is such a likable character. Yeah, he's a bit of a pervert, but he's genuinely a nice guy and you can't help to like to like him and i think that's an accurate description of the series yes it is a little pervy um but it is hilarious and like i said earlier it's one of the few series i will actually watch the dub because it is you know it has me laughing so loud you know if you're just if you're having one of those bad days or anything this is a great show to put you in a good mood. I I wholeheartedly agree Um,
1: Lynette final thoughts
3: I would say this is the best episode to watch if you don't want to take anything too serious you know you see someone's honest honest views on his own honest views of the world around him and then you just see his reaction so it's like one of those things where you put a cucumber in front of a cat and watch it jump around so I mean (laughs) (laughs) so
0: That's
3: what yeah. it kind of I still don't of understand the whole cat cucumber
2: thing. I don't know how cats are so scared of it. Hey, no, <laughs> right,
3: you don't understand why it's happening. You don't understand what's going on, but it's funny, and you just can't stop watching it. So, I would say if you're, if you can go, if you can go into it in that mindset of just enjoy what's happening and don't try to put too much seriousness on it, you will enjoy the anime. And that's that's, I, that's how I'll go.
1: I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna chase down everybody else's steal everybody else's leads here. It's it's fantastic in its earnesty. It is written in an era where sexualizations and comedy were in a different place. Um but it holds up because of the earnestness of the characters and and strong representation for both sexes. I, I don't I Kintaro is is a male lead, but Again, I, I circle back to it. There's so many strong female characters in this. Even if they are the object of his lust, for most of them, they're all strong, empowered, brilliant people who are in control of their own sexuality. And I feel like that's that's not common in, in anime these days. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's check it out. Revisit this. This is... If you've never visited it, visited it. If you've never visited with this, you, you should. Tur did it. Visit and Tur did you read You should absolutely. It's worth your time. It really is, and I. I what well, a little w- bit of time. It's a very yeah, very small amount. Of, it it is shorter than a, than one Lord of the Rings movie to watch this entire series. <laughs>
2: so it, yeah, you watched six episodes and than three hours.
0: There have been longer arcs in Dragon Ball Z than this series. (laughs) It took longer for Freeza and
2: Dragon Ball Z is longer than this series.
0: One fight. Yes. It is is easily shorter than one spirit bomb. (laughs) The
1: fact fact that this hasn't been released on Blu-ray is both interesting to me, yet also frustrating to me. It is a travesty. I don't I don't know if it's because of the content and company like Discotech's just afraid to pull the trigger. They seem pretty bold about their releases or if it's that maybe they just can't find the masters and they don't have a way of doing it. I don't know. I don't know how this hasn't been released in HD yet. I, it damn well should.
2: Uh that's my stance on that. It sounds like a question for uh Discotech,
1: right? I guess it's we'll have to reach out to them. That
0: would be awesome.
1: Yeah. So I guess, you know, folks, that's it's going to be our show a little over an hour now. It's easy to talk about the series. I could probably go for another hour. Um,
0: I don't regret nothing.
1: No, I regret nothing. If you've if you've got social media handles, let's uh, go ahead and hand those out now. Vic, um, let the fine people listening know how they can reach you.
2: Okay. well, if you got anything other than complaints, because I I really don't want the complaints, I don't care for them. Uh, Twitter's easiest. Uh, you find my muppet on Twitter. It's uh, at kaiju_geekgrotto.com. Again, that's at k a i j u underscore g e e k g r t t o.
0: No. Yes. Oh, no. That's where is that? <laughs> no. No. I, I understand, but we can't. We can't end the show just yet.
1: Why? What do you got?
0: Super dimensional Fortress Macross.
1: Just <laughs> squeeze okay. it in okay. one time.
0: <laughs> um. Not on All my right.
1: watch. All right, Brian. How about you, man? How how people get a hold of you?
0: Gets, gets backwards. That is S K I T Z Z T A K S. That's on Twitter. I'm not on anything else. You can find me on on uh facebook but if i don't know you i think that you're trying to sell me some shit
1: probably yeah (laughs) and now lynette i know you're like me and you abstain from social media bravo well done (laughs) so um on that note we'll call this an episode thank you all for joining us and until next time keep calm and stay Study, 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 study. You've just been privy to the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd, presented by Geek Grotto. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Geek Grotto. For show notes and corrections, or for general geeky fun, you can visit our website at geek-grotto.com. If you would like to sponsor the show, you can do so on the podcast's Red Circle host site, redcircle.com slash shows slash m-m-m-a-n. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, please like,
0: follow, and subscribe.